anyone who tells you there's something free, you know there's something wrong. Because nothing is free. Everything comes with a cost, a price, a sacrifice, a trade, a barter, an exchange, a negotiation, a deal, an agreement, a contract, or a theft or thievery, a bribe or brutality, but it's not free. And if you read the ancient scribes, the scripture, the Torah, you will discover that nothing is free. It's going to cost somebody something to give you something or anything. Someone has to originate it and have enough of it or access of it at their expense, their sweat, their work to give it to you. But you're not receiving something free. You're receiving something that someone else did. Already paid the price for. You're receiving it, but it's not free. It costs something to be able to give it. Some man had to dig in the soil. Some man had to chop down that tree. Some man had to dig up that stone or slay that beast or lure that fish. And their work, their cost, their price, their blood, their sweat, their investment, you're getting the benefit of something that isn't free. Because it didn't cost you doesn't mean it didn't cost. It cost and you got a benefit, but it's not free. Jesus said, what man builds a house that does not first count the cost? What man follows up to me that does not first have to give up something and then pick up something, give up something and then do something? See, there is no easy road. There's just the road. And if it's easy, you're not on the road. We know that when anything comes easy, it comes sleazy, especially when it's referring to women. An easy woman ain't the right one. And nobody likes an easy victory. You don't pay money, I don't at all, but you don't pay money to go to a UFC or a boxing match to see him knocked out in the first round or the second or the third. And to get your money's worth, oftentimes the bookies and the mobsters had to make sure you went 12 or 13 rounds. If you're going to knock him out, here is the deal. We got to get our money worth. Sirius TV, XM Satellite, Pay TV. They got to have an agreement. The NFL has to have an agreement. They got advertisers. They got people that have paid millions of dollars to put your eyes on their product. They definitely don't want the game over at halftime. We got to spread this out. You're making too many touchdowns to slow it down. We got to get our money's worth. Too many people that have got the skin in the game, something to gain by it. But nobody wants an easy victory anyway.
They want a battle worthy. They want an, an, a worthy opponent. That's how they get to show their skill. If you just whisper or bark or go boo and they fall over, well, all that training you did goes to naught. I think that's why they have war games. Not enough war to exercise what you're training for war for. So we do war games. We need a real war to see what we're going with. But since we don't have one and haven't yet fabricated one, let's go and have some war games. Test our abilities, see what we can do. Football teams do that, don't they? Baseball teams do that. You play with each other and you divide yourself to an opposing team. Until you get a real opposing team to test your skill and your ability, it's going to cost you something. And if it doesn't cost you something, it's not worth something. What does it cost you? Why are you willing to go through all of that training to jump off of cliffs and surf waves and bounce balls and hit them and smack them and lift them and push them? But when it comes to God, no skin in the game for your master's degree or your PhD, writing your dissertations, doing your evaluations, writing your business plan and your perspectives. And yet when it comes to God, no investment of study or research, no page upon page, no questions, no networking, no brainstorming. You're arrogant. 99% of you arrogant, full of yourselves, and then want to lie to me and say that you're seeking God. You're not. There's no questions. There's no notebooks. There's no notation. You give God such a weak showing of interest, and yet you expect a maximum return in your narcissism, in your spiritual deplorables. And you hate it when we call it out for what you are, liars, because you're not seeking. If you were seeking, it would be proof. And those that are over you, as the scripture said, that watch over you, pray over you, shepherds to your soul to teach you would know it. And I don't see it. Arrogant. And then wonder why you're so confused, so messed up, so unstable, so uncertain. Because you haven't died yet to yourself. Not seeking. Your energy's not there. Not seeking. Too arrogant and think you know. Not seeking. Haven't even memorized the books of the Bible that you do read. Couldn't tell me that if I asked you. Couldn't even say it backwards. Can't say it forward. Don't know the authors. Don't know the origin. Just understanding the table of contents. The index. Don't even know how to say the names of the book. Read and rush over the scripture without study. Without meditation. The greatest intelligence are those that seek it. And those that seek it ask questions. It's always in the questions. It's always in the deep dive where you will come alive in seeking the Father. It's not the emotion of a song, the beat of a rhythm. 
It's not the aesthetics. Stop lying to yourselves. Because you're not lying to the Father. He can see right through it. Seek and you shall find. Ask. Knock. Open the ears of your heart and your mind. Humble thyself. And you will know the Father better. Stop attacking your husband. You women who are listening to my podcast. It's called Last Man Podcast, but you're nosy. Stop attacking your husbands and submit yourselves to your authority. Arrogant women. Full of pride and narcissism. And stop attacking your wives. You men. Submit yourselves to God, who is your covering. She submits to you, for you are her covering. Submit yourselves to God, gentlemen, and the elders that God has given you to direct you. And then you will grow to know. When you are broken, then you will be fixed. i 
Long 